This episode is dedicated to Scott Thurow, Nadia Kim, Samuel K. Handelman, and Avery C. for becoming our newest Southpaw supporters and helping to make this project possible. This is Sam. And this is Southpaw. We romanticize the past, and in particular, the past symbols of authority. We especially romanticize labels such as warrior or samurai. But these are just titles and words. What matters is what's being described, no matter what you call it. Now, if what mattered was the ability to inflict violence, then we should idolize murderers, and sometimes we do. We still have problems. Several centuries ago, in feudal Japan, a tea master worked in the service of Lord Yamanuchi. The Japanese tea ceremony is long and elaborate, yet this tea master performed his duties to perfection. Every gesture of his hand and movement of his body was calculated. He was self-disciplined incarnate. From the unfurling of the mat, the circular arc in which he set down the cups, the attention he gave to the sifting of the tea leaves, to the timing of the pour. To the ones being served, it sent gentle currents of electricity down the back of their necks. Lord Yamanuchi was so impressed by his servant, he bestowed upon him the rank of samurai and all his accoutrements, which included two swords and a robe. Wherever Lord Yamanuchi went, the tea master was always close by his side. It became a necessary part of Lord Yamanuchi's life, and one he wanted to present to those he was visiting. On one such trip, the lord and his entourage went to the city of Edo. The lord did his business during the day, and when evening came, the tea master along with some of the other servants explored the city. As the party wandered about the city, they came upon two samurai. The tea master and his companions bowed their heads and politely stepped aside into the gutter to let the two warriors pass. One samurai passed without incident, while the second samurai remained fixed in his place. The samurai had broad shoulders, mangled hands, skin burned by the sun, and scars across his face. He was a fearsome warrior, his cold eyes stared at the tea master, as if he were trying to look into his soul. Who was this man dressed like a samurai? Who willingly steps aside into the gutter? What trick is this? The fearsome samurai thought to himself. Why is his neck so slim, his hands delicate, his skin soft, his frame so frail? Why does it look like he's never wielded a sword before? This is no samurai. This is an imposter who mocks the samurai. The fearsome samurai squinted his eyes. Who are you and what is your rank? He said. The tea master bowed again. 
I serve Lord Yamanuchi. I am his master of tea. A tea server daring to wear the garb of a samurai? The fearsome warrior growled. The tea master began to shake. My lord has honored me with the rank of the samurai, and thus requires me to wear this robe and these swords. The fearsome samurai spat on the ground before the tea master. If you wear the swords of the samurai, then you must also fight like the samurai, he snapped. I challenge you to a duel. If you fight well, you'll die with honor. If you die like a coward, you'll no longer bring shame to the samurai name. Either of these conclusions is preferable to letting you go on as is. The tea master was terrified and his hands began to tremble. The end has come. He hoped he served his master well. But death being a serious matter, the samurai's friend suggested the two meet at four o'clock the following day at the hill outside the city. Being honor bound, the tea master agreed. The tea master spent the rest of the night and the next morning pondering how he could die with honor. He couldn't think of anything. Then he changed the question. He thought about what was the last thing he wanted to do before he died. That afternoon at four, the tea master met the fearsome samurai at the top of the hill. The samurai arrived with his swords and the tea master arrived with a tea kettle, cups, and all the other instruments for his tea ceremony. The samurai was confused. The tea master opened his container of green tea. The sharp aroma piqued the samurai's interest. The tea master scooped out a small amount of tea and placed it in a cup. The tea master's movements were graceful and calm. Rather than a terrified mess, the samurai found a man who was both calm and alert. What is known in Zen and also to the samurai as Zanshin, deadly precision lacking in fear. The tea master applied hot water to the tea. He whisked it with both intensity and focus, then bowed and handed the cup to the samurai. Just as the samurai was calm in his practice of violence, the tea master's mind was that much more still during the tea ceremony. Half awed and frightened, the samurai sipped the tea, following all the appropriate rites and customs. When he was finished, he said to the tea master, I am defeated. I understand now that I am only a beginner, but you are a true master. The samurai bowed deeply and said, I have much to learn from you. Will you instruct me, master? And the tea master quietly nodded. When a samurai meets a different kind of artist with more mastery over their own art and more self-control in its application, he then must recognize that he has met the greater master. What needs to be respected isn't the title. What needs to be recognized are the qualities that fill the title. What does it matter if you have a high title if you're still a fool? What honor is there if you're the leader of men and women, but you're morally corrupt? Even if you give a jackass a title, it's still a jackass. What's in a name? 
Even if you give a beautiful person an ugly name, they're still beautiful. Or as William Shakespeare put it, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Then what matters isn't the title, though that's the thing we get fixated on. Because it's easy. In this story of two men, one was a fearsome samurai, but it was the other man who was the master. It's not seen in their title. It's seen in how they live. Now that's the show. If you enjoyed this episode and find this type of independent media worthwhile, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We have a lot more episodes like this one in the works, but need your financial support to keep the show running. Even a few dollars a month goes a long way. No one does what we do, and it's all being funded by you, the listener. In return for supporting us, you'll gain access to lots of bonus content along with our private Discord chat. Even if you can't support us, there's a lot of free bonus content there as well. We also have an online store if you want to show your Southpaw solidarity by wearing our swag. You can find all pertinent links at southpawpod.com. And if you can't afford to support the show and still want to help, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. This makes it easier for others to find us. And don't forget to share your favorite episodes or the podcast itself on social media. Tell your friends. Until next time, goodbye. South Pauls. Hitting with the left. South Pauls. Sam. Paul. South Paul. South Paul.